I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, and joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com, the welcome back boy, the one more thing king. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Well, shout out to Mike for filling in uh, for me yesterday. I really Ta-dow. appreciate it. <laughs> Ta-da! Uh, Mike's a great guy, and uh, I've enjoyed hanging out with him a little bit at, at games back BQ before quarantine uh, <laughs> when we could actually go and attend games. But uh, yeah, my, my dad's in town and uh, in from Kentucky, so we've been enjoying some time together and filling him in on NBA news and this whole... The last time he was here in Dallas, we w- went to the Lakers game and together and yelled at refs together and cheered <laughs> against LeBron together. And uh, Was that the Seth Curry-Dwight Howard game? It was, yes. yes. Yeah. And uh, Damn, now it's like... What a game for him this, to go to. We had this like depressing conversation of like, Dad, I don't know the next time that we'll be able to go to a game together. So uh, there was a report today. Anthony, Doctor Anthony Fauci said that a vaccine could come by the end of 2020 or early 2021. It's not if, it's when. So that's hopeful. That's not anything yeah, concrete or real, but that's hopeful. So that you know, when a vaccine comes, all this changes, and we can start going back to having fans and all that. So. Uh, today we are going to talk about some roster stuff on the Mavericks. We'll talk about the you know players testing positive for coronavirus. We'll talk about players the Mavericks could add. We kind of talked about that yesterday, but we'll get into it with Isaac. Uh, the Mavericks have kind of hinted at their plans with Courtney Lee, so we're going to talk about that. The Rockets made some moves, and then we also want to get into. Um, you know, some other stuff with the roster and things like that. But today's podcast is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. All right, Isaac. So, Courtney Lee, we talked about this yesterday with Mike, but Courtney Lee has, you know, a, a freak accident, a calf injury. He se- he seems to be out. According to um, Brad Townsend, one of the, one of the trusted voices in, in Mavs Media, he says, I'm told Mavs have no plans to waive Courtney Lee despite calf injury that required season-ending surgery. There we go. That's the first time I think someone has said he's going to have surgery. Ideally, they want Lee in Orlando. He's a respected locker room guy, perhaps most importantly by Luka Doncic. If Lee remains on the roster, no addition, including Brokoff, which is a hilarious addition that he put that because you know people tweet, you know, what about Brokoff every single day to him? Um, so couple things in that tweet we, so the Mavs have no plans to to waive Lee and that's the only way they can add new they can add a new player with an actual roster spot is if they waive Courtney Lee or if they waive somebody else now uh, they yeah. can't just add somebody for Brunson or for Dwight Powell they count on the roster uh, and there's one other way that they could add players though but this is the only way that, that's the only way to add players you know with a roster spot is to waive Courtney Lee yeah, well, I want to say Courtney Lee or someone else because I do think True. there is a there is a possibility out there that we could see would Dallas swap out? Would Dallas would Dallas waive Michael Kidd Gilchrist to add somebody else on waivers? Would they waive Willie Cauley Stein even though you know he has a player option, but you know he's he's due two point one million this year? But would they would they look at that and say, 
hey, because I think we're all we're all pretty confident if they do add somebody, it's probably going to be a wing or a guard, considering that they, they lost Brunson, they lost Courtney Lee, and, and kind of reviewing what you said, yeah, so including Powell, Brunson, and Courtney Lee, who will all three be out for uh, for Orlando, that equals 15 total players, plus Antonio's Cleveland and Josh Reeves. So if they the wanted to... Yeah, the two, two-way guys to take it up to 17. If they wanted to add <laughs> Did a... You, some, some people out there are like, oh man, I totally forgot we had two-way players. Yep, that's still a thing. <laughs> or they have no clue what the two-way contracts are, and they're like... Wait, are those the only two guys who play? I don't both think ways? the people still listening to Locked On Mavericks that's true, that's know what true. two way don't know what two ways are. I mean, if you're if you're listening right now, you're you're a real one. So what? But like, I could see a world that what if Dallas looks at it and says, "Hey, we we love Willie Cauley Stein, but we would rather have another wing or another guard, you know, on our roster because you know Willie's probably going to play." Which I I don't know. So. I want to say if they if they do want to bring I know I've seen Matt's Twitter throw like Isaiah Thomas's name out there whether we agree with that or not but in order to add Isaiah Thomas or any other veteran on the market Jamal Crawford whoever whatever name you want to think of to the team they would have to waive someone on the roster so there's that now the other way if they wanted to add just like depth at the end of the roster the other way to do it would be convert Antonius Cleveland and Josh Reeves up to the actual roster, then therefore opening up two two-way spots, and then you can go to the G League or wherever you want and bring in two guys, two new guys into the two-way spots. That's the other way you can do it. But there is a lot of reminder of that. There are a lot of restrictions on who you can put in that two-way spot too. You couldn't get Isaiah Thomas and say you're on a two-way contract. It doesn't work that way. So there's a lot of restrictions on the type of player like experience that player has that you can throw into those two-way spots yeah so that's the only way that you can add players to the roster also if you get players excused uh, or protected those are other ways that you can add players but that's not the case for courtney lee powell or brunson at this point which is kind of like if you think about it it's very weird that that's the way that it is it is I, i wonder how yeah i mean i i get it from for like brunson dwight powell perspective but for a player who gets hurt during quarantine, I, I don't know how I feel if that should be treated differently than something else. But. I feel like up until the team meets again and it's a it's an NBA-related activity, right? It, when they're back to NBA-related activities, if he gets injured then, that's when you should be able to replace a player, right? Because, yeah. it's, because it's, you know everybody's on the same playing field at that point, so... I don't know. It, this is also this is also unprecedented, <laughs> you know. The, but would, would you say that those are the only three names that you would like if they wanted to waive Courtney Lee, which Brad said that they don't want to. They love his presence around the team, even though he'll be out. But he is on an expiring contract for that twelve point seven million, in which they'd waive him. No one else would pick him up because he can't play, and right. then he would in- enter unrestricted free agency this off season or this October. Now we can't say July or. But. <laughs> Yeah, so we were talking about with Mike yesterday that I think the Mavericks just value Courtney Lee as a locker room guy and the fact that he's been to the yeah. finals. There's not many players that are available right now that they could add if they wanted to uh, that would fill that spot. I mean, the players that we talked about yesterday, J.R. Smith, he's a guy that's been to the finals a couple times. That could be the guy. I don't know if that's your locker room presence. No. Uh, we mentioned C.J. Miles. He's He's been to the playoffs a couple times, but he hasn't really been to the finals, anything like that. Uh, you know, Other names that have been to the finals, Pau Gasol. 
That's not really filling the need for you. Uh, Devin Harris, no idea if he's in shape right right now or anything like that. Uh, Jamal Crawford's been to the playoffs, but he's never been to a final. Like the only player out there that's that's been that's been to a finals and can have that experience and already has the rapport with Luca. If you're just going to add somebody like that, is Courtney Lee. So why not just bring him? And this whole thing for the Mavericks, you know. About going to the playoffs and all that. It's about getting experience for Luca and Porzingis and that that young team together, and to just add to keep somebody like Courtney Lee to help them through some of those moments could be could be beneficial if that's what it's all about. I don't know if anybody else that they could add is going to help their cause, you know, basketball wise or off the court wise or locker room wise, that would yeah. be more than court than what Courtney Lee could add, right? No, for sure, and, and I think. It's not like there's somebody on the market you're going to pick up and start in Orlando. At least not yeah. for the Mavericks. You know, maybe for somebody else. But uh, because like even with those three guys out, just look at the roster and look at the like, the potential rotation in Orlando. You're looking at KP and Luca and like the typical starting five and Hardaway, Dorian, and whoever you want to throw in there and Maxi and Seth. Yeah. So that's. That's where they're going to start. Nobody else is going to start. I mean, DeMarcus Cousins, even Ryan Brokoff, Jamal Crawford. Uh, someone's throwing out Joe Johnson. Like, even a guy like that, he, they're not starting for this team. Uh, they maybe add some depth to it, but I don't know if they're going to add enough that would offset, you know. And Courtney Lee, who, who knows how much Courtney Lee was going to play anyway. Uh, he's, it's kind of a him or Justin Jackson thing at the moment with the Mavericks, so uh, it's up to them. But, all right, coming up next, let's continue talking about the roster, how it's made up right now, uh, how the Mavericks could potentially add – players and we'll talk about you know around the league news with players testing positive other teams making moves and stuff like that we'll talk about that coming up next but before we do isaac harris rockauto.com is a great place to get all the parts your car will ever need if you're working on your car if you're thinking about working on your car uh if you need to get a late father's day gift let's say that you your father is in town and you did not decide to Uh, Get him a gift. Maybe he needs a gift for his car or his truck. Go to rockauto.com. It's a family business serving auto parts to customers for 20 years online. Rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. They have everything. They have a catalog of unique and remarkably easy to navigate uh, tools. Quickly see all the parts your car (laughs) will need. Uh, Choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as more as much as you could on parts you could get in the store? Uh, I just saw breaking news throwing me off. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in for their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com All right, Isaac Harris. Little bit of breaking news there. Uh, everybody listening already heard, already knows this, but I just got that during the ad read. Uh, Lakers guard Avery Bradley has decided to opt out of returning to play in Orlando. He was one of the players that was leading that call with Kyrie and with Dwight Howard, um, and it seems like Avery Bradley has made his decision. Yeah, I mean, this is this was one of the things that we talked about, you know, over the weekend or on. Um on Monday's pod? I guess it was Monday. Yeah, Monday's pod. Recently. Uh, how, how huge of a week this is. This is the week that you're going to see coronavirus testing is happening with every team. And guys, I, we don't think, I mean, we were questioning, we're like, I wonder how many names, how many players, if there are big names that are going to be coming back positive, which we, okay, we can talk about that more in a little bit. Can we, you want to touch on roster stuff a little bit real, more real quick? Yeah, let's do that. And then we can talk, talk about the players not playing. 
Yeah, so, okay, so going back to Mavs roster stuff, another thing to keep in mind, when it comes playoff time, the rotation shrinks. So it's not the end of the world. I mean, ideally, you want Dwight Powell and, and Jalen Brunson for sure. Yeah. But it just hurts their depth really bad. So if they can, if you can guarantee that the team stays healthy, okay, cool. Because you're looking at what we said, KP, Luka, Dorian, and Tim. Those are four locked-in starters. Depending on the matchup, let's just throw Seth Curry in there. So then coming off the bench, you have Maxi. They pretty much have a top six right now in the rotation, right? I mean, including yeah, yeah. Maxi's at top six. After that, then you're looking at Justin Jackson. Uh, then you're looking at Boban, Boban. DeLon Wright, Barea. Uh, JJ Barea. So and Willie Cauley Stein, you know, depending on the matchup too. So then you look at it. I mean, if if Dorian went down, I don't know what they would do to replace Dorian. Because like if you look at some of the other, like if Tim went down, it's like all right. Well, at least we have another like score type like Seth, like that could somewhat step into that role. Or if like one of the bigs went down, it's like all right. Well, we have some other bigs. You know, depending on the situation, that's where wing like Courtney Lee was depth to that. So. That's why it's like if they do go out and sign somebody like Shumper, I just I keep on laying on Shumper because his name's on my screen. If they do go out and sign somebody like Shumper, it's not like he's going to step in there and play a ton, but it, he would be the backup in, in case something happened to somebody else. That man, he, then he could step up and get minutes, which is kind of what MKG's in the spot now. You just have to decide. And I'll ask Nick this question right now on the spot: <laughs> Would you rather have Michael Kidd Gilchrist or Ryan Brokoff in Orlando? Oh gosh! If you bring in Ryan Brokoff, you're getting you're getting the three point specialist. You're getting some defense. He's definitely a three though. You can't really play him at four. Michael Kidd Gilchrist, you have to kind of play him at four. He's a little bit of a three, right? <laughs> but you're kind yeah. of stuck there. That's tough. I think I know I, it's hard. I think I think the this year's Mavericks. I think that. I think you have to just lean all in on the offense and just bring in bring in Brokoff, leave Kid Gilchrist because what Kid Gilchrist is going to help you on defense is not going to offset what he's going to you know lose on on offense. And this team is all offense. I mean, they're number one in the NBA in offensive rating all year. If we forgot, and middle of the pack on defense. And I don't know, you're you're not going to start MKG on this team because that would just throw so much off. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. I would and, rather do that, and I, I would also rather if the, if the Mavericks, if Dorian does go down some kind of injury or something, they'd probably just start Maxi then, right? You probably just start Maxi, and that's the way that it is. He plays on the wing on offense, and he can fill that same exact role. Um, but then on defense, he can guard some of the wings. We've seen him guard Jason Tatum and guys like that, uh, and do some of that. But Tim Hardaway and him would have to decide. All right, who can you take? Right, and then that's that's the way it would be anyway. And then you'd have to figure out, okay, who's going to guard like point guards? Would you have to start DeLon Wright at that point? Or would you just roll with Seth Curry defending points? That's why, man, I, I, mean, I think Tim, Dorian... Tim probably has to step in at some point. Yeah, yeah, Tim, yeah, let Tim have a shot at it. That's why... So I, I look at players that they could possibly add if they go out and say, hey, let's... If they don't do the two-way spot, they could very well push Cleveland and Reese up to the roster, and that's your depth right there because they're both wing players, yeah. and that's your... You know, they know the system and all that. I would expect them to do that, and then go out and try to find some G League standout guys that, you know, they could sign to those two, two-way spots or whatever. But, like, I just wonder, is there... 
I haven't listened to yesterday's pod. You know, I have family and whatever. It was there a name that you landed on, or you and Mike landed on that you're like, hey, I wouldn't mind if Dallas landed this player and that's out there right now that they could sign, or you would want them to. Yeah, the names we went over yesterday. There was nobody that really got me excited besides Pau Gasol, and that's just because I love Pau Gasol as a like. As, like, as would a they entertain? <laughs> would they entertain Trey Burke since he was here already? Since he. Um, played in the system and stuff before like that's some that's a he's a guard another because that's another thing that you lose kind of with Brunson is you lose that other playmaker I know you have JJ behind Luca but and then however you feel about Seth and Delon in like a primary playmaking type role but would you want Trey Burke for that depth behind those guys I don't know but he knows the system at least yeah Brunson was your third point guard I think at, at that yeah. point and because D- Delon was playing you know secondary guard next to Berea you know Carlisle's you know second units always have two guards in them almost all the time so you needed that third point guard because Delon's getting those minutes with Berea but like you said the the rotation is going to to shorten we're gonna you know the Mavericks are probably gonna play eight to nine players and some of this some of this depth issues won't be a problem unless someone tests positive someone goes down with another yeah. kind of injury I mean those are the things we're talking about you we this Mavericks team could need more players than they think, and that's why we're focusing so much on the depth. Um, I wouldn't mind Gerald Green, by the way. Yeah, that was another just, name. Let's just throw out all the names I did yesterday. Let's just hear what you have to okay. say about this. Okay, so we talked about Brokoff already. Uh, Jamal Crawford. I just don't think he fits our team. J.R. Smith. Same thing. Tyler Johnson. He's out there, by the way. It's so random. Is guy he was getting really? paid. Guy was getting paid $20 million. He's out there. He, remember, he, got, he just got... Like bought out by the think He did, didn't he? I mean, I guess. Doesn't really. I don't know if he really fits though. I don't know. Guard yeah, can't no, shoot threes. <laughs> Tail, oh, no, uh, no, no. Trey Burke. Um, I'd like him over Tyler Johnson. Isaiah Thomas. I think I'll take Trey Burke over Isaiah Thomas. The the shorter Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> Both. <laughs> Zeke Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> uh, Alan Crabb was another name. I don't mind him. No, I, I I wouldn't mind if they added him. That's that's one. But at that point, you might as well just add Brokoff, right? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Gerald Green. I I think that's the only name that I would I would like for them to go get. Joe Johnson. I just don't know what kind of type of shape Joe Johnson's in. And no, it's kind of, kind of like just the got the Jamal MVP Crawford. of the big three like a while ago. <laughs> Amari uh, Stoudemire. Anthony Tolliver. Uh, he's gone. He's in Memphis. Ryan, and- I love, I love him though. Oh, he did get picked up. Ryan Anderson. Um, no. And then Demarcus Cousins said he's not going to play. Then maybe there's some conflicting reports back and forth. Uh, let's say Demarcus Cousins, you know, didn't actually say that. Would you want Demarcus Cousins? If Cousins, w- yeah, yeah, yes, I would. <laughs> if you're getting Cousins for like I just, minimum, for sure. In real time, I just saw Isaac like, all right, I know we've talked about this a lot. What was my last take about DeMarcus <laughs> Cousins? I have to make sure that I don't it's like, do misremember I what I said before. Am I pro-Cousins or or against Cousins? He had to remember that in real time, know, and he just remembered that he was pro-Cousins. Joakim Noah, Pau Gasol. Like, I don't think they're going for a center, though. They already have, I mean, no, you no, already no. have Willie Colley signed Boban. Yeah, well, even though you're losing Powell, and I think they'll go smaller in the playoffs. That's why you kind of, right. if you go add somebody else, it would be a wing, and because KP's going to be playing the five, and then after KP, Maxi can play five, Bobon, Willie. So I think you're going to see like Bobon and Willie. 
kind of the odd men out at times because they might not be playing a lot of minutes. And a lot of these teams, I mean, Clippers, they have one big center in Zubach. They have, you know, uh, Rockets, no center. They have one center in Tyson Chandler. He doesn't even play. They just got rid of Isaiah Hardenstein. Uh, you have the Nuggets. They have, like, Jokic, Paul Millsap, and Plumlee. Like, those are the only guy. Those are the only big guys they have. I mean, a lot of these teams just don't have a ton. Of, the Jazz just have Gobert, basically, and then Tony Bradley to back him up. Yeah. A lot of these teams don't have a bunch of big guys anymore, you know, to go up against. Lakers are the only, the really the only ones. Yeah, and they basically, I mean, if you count KP as a strict five, I mean, he's seven three. They have three of them on the roster right now. So, right, yeah, and that's enough. Boom. Yeah, <laughs> you have enough to to cover all those bases. Okay, let's get into some of the uh, bigger NBA news things. There's some stuff that came out, and I want to get into it coming up. But before we do, Isaac Harris. BuiltBar.com has the built bars that are built for you. Built Bar, it's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. I had, uh, I've had one more brownie one in my fridge, and I got it. I ate it. It was delicious. Love the brownie one. That's, I think that's our favorite flavor. Uh, there's 15 other amazing flavors covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. It's a protein bar. It has lots of good stuff in it. Isaac, you're doing a keto thing, and they have low carbs, which is great for you, right? Yeah, it's great. I try to eat them for breakfast whenever I can. And yeah, great low carb. I think it's under 10 carbs. So yeah, let's go. Yeah, I'm seeing five carbs and three carbs, depending on which one you get. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, exactly what you need. A lot of our listeners that are getting these are letting us know and DMing us, letting us know during our live streams on Hot Mike that they love these Built Bars, that they are enjoying them. So go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get $10 off your first order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. All right, Isaac, let's get into some more of this national news that came out. So we just kind of teased Avery Bradley has decided uh, while we were recording this that he is not going to play. Uh, And this is now the fourth player, I think, that has made a decision to not play. Uh, We have Avery Bradley that's decided not to play. And and via Woj, it is because uh, he has his oldest son is six years old and has some medical issues that he would not be cleared to enter the bubble. And so Avery Bradley wouldn't, you know, want to... uh, you know, endanger his son in any way. I mean, you can you can respect that. I mean, for sure. There's there's no going against him. And I've actually been pretty proud of the Twitter community in only one aspect so far that they haven't um, been angry at anybody or called anybody out that has said they're not playing. Right? It seems like everyone's excusing that and saying that you know it's fine if you make the decision to not play. And I think that's been good so far. Oh, the other yeah. the other players, oh, so Avery okay. Bradley, Trevor Ariza has decided not to play for, um, you know, he has a, some kind of custody battle with his son. He wanted to spend, you know, that time with his son. Completely understand he's on the Blazers. That's not a team that is even going to necessarily make the playoffs guaranteed. So he's not going to play. Davis Berton's going to be a free agent upcoming this summer. He's playing on the Wizards. They have a very slim chance to make the playoffs. So you kind of respect that one. And then Kelly Oubre who is uh, on the Suns, who also have a very slim chance of of making the playoffs. So uh, those are the four players that we know of, right? Are there any more? I couldn't think of any. That's Yeah, that's the only ones that we know of so far. And, I mean, I think that Woj had a tweet today. I don't know if you have Woj's Mm. tweets in front of you about uh, the soft deadline. deadline. Uh, I think he was saying July 1st. So, basically, we had been told that the deadline to say that you're going to play or not was going to be June 25th, I believe, was the first time. That they mentioned that, but the you know it seems like it's more like a soft deadline, and teams are allowing players to make a decision. They're not going to Orlando until July seventh or 9th. So 
They yeah. have to decide a week before that basically is is kind of the cutoff. They're not. It's not like a hard deadline. Yeah, and I mean, I just want to see how many more names there are. Are we gonna have? I mean, yeah, we've seen an reason Avery Bradley, and I guess Bertans is the the best player of that so far. But are we going to see Avery Bradley? I mean, he's a he's a rotation that, player. Yeah, rotation for a championship player for the, level team. For the yeah for for the uh, Lakers. So I, I wonder. Will there be a bigger name than that on a bigger playoff team? That that's what we're looking at, or at least I'm I'm looking at this week. And on top that like that is just on top of you know coronavirus testing. But yeah, I'm a, I'm glad that you pointed that out. That the NBA Twitter community has embraced these decisions because anytime I see like Bertans, I'm like I respect it. Bradley, I just saw it on yeah. my phone and record. Like, I respect it. It's like every time, like, hey, you do you like this is their decisions on this, and I don't think us as fans, like, we have we have a spot to disagree with that decision. Does has Kyrie Irving has Kyrie Irving said if he's going to play or not? Because that that's probably the biggest. I, think, I thought he was out, but I think he was out anyway, injury injury wise. Yeah. Um, so Avery Bradley though is the most is the player with the most to lose. I think playing wise. That has said he's not going to play so far, which I think is is kind of big, and we'll see who else decides to go that way. Uh, if saw- Dwight Howard does, we we don't know. I mean, he's been vocal through this whole process, and so that would be another name, maybe. Uh, it seemed like so. Danny Green had you know his podcast, The Green Room, and uh, this is from. Um, uh, a Lakers reporter said in this Danny Green podcast, he said he talked to Dwight Howard recently. He's not been able to get in touch with Avery Bradley. He says he thinks that Howard will join them in the bubble, but Howard has been dealing with a lot of difficult things that people don't know about. So mm. there's some things going on with Dwight Howard. We're not sure if he's going to, but it sounds like he is probably going to do it, but we'll see. Anything could change at this point. Um, yeah, so those are the players making decisions. A couple other things. DeMarcus Cousins has gone back and forth, I guess, or there's been conflicting reports saying if he's going to play or not, even though he's a you know free agent right now. But teams have asked about him. Um, and a couple of players tested positive for, for coronavirus. Two players on the Suns. And Nikola Jokic was the biggest name. He's still over in Serbia, and he tested positive. Yeah, yeah. When that name uh, came on my phone today, like a lot of you guys too, and you saw that Woj tweet, and you're like, "All right, here, here's." I mean, these names are going to start trickling out because a lot of teams and stuff um, started their testing today at their you know facilities and, and place at in their respective cities. You know, he's still over in Serbia that Woj tweet tweeted out and stuff. So we have to see how this week unfolds. That's the only thing I really want to. Um, say I, I guess about it I, I've seen a lot of people have their own takes about this you know uh, about you know names coming out or people te- you know players testing positive and stuff about it and I just want to see it play out and um, yeah yeah and see see how many more na- not just names but see the numbers that come out how many hey the Suns have two how many you know Woj tweeted out today that you know there was a Western Conference team that had you know four over the past few weeks that tested positive on their team so uh, that's something that they're gonna have you know we're gonna monitor as members of the media and see how big these numbers are do they have a threshold that it's like man that's the that's the number like yeah. we, we don't want to go past that or are they viewing it as we're so far out that these players can quarantine and still be ready to go but I do want to mention the Bertans thing with him opting opting out of the play because I think we I make fun of this guy a lot on Twitter, but Jared Dudley tweeted out something today. He's like, "Yeah, not many people's talking about the fact that 
they want us, you know, to go the soft tissue injury part of it. Of yeah. they want us to go down there and have two weeks basically of like scrimmages, and then we're playing. You know, we're going full on for a three month season. Basically, that I think that has the potential to be a storyline that not a lot of people are talking about. Yeah, there's a yeah. It's interesting the, the soft tissue thing coming back and, and ramping back up into this so quick is something we're going to have to definitely monitor with Porzingis, I think, and with Luca. They were both dealing with some injuries here and there, so that's something we'll definitely have to monitor. There's so many things. I feel like we get to the end of these podcasts and we can open up a whole other, you know, conversation about, you know, well, should they be coming back and what, what does this mean and, you know, all these things, but that's why we have more time. We have, you know, over a month, five, five weeks, basically, until the NBA you know, comes back, and so we will continue to have these conversations. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom. Boom.